Welcome to the Armageddon in Retrospect podcast. Today is my birthday, November 10th. I thought, how appropriate would it be to do an episode on Jehovah's Witnesses and birthdays? So if you listen to the Halloween episode, no doubt you picked up on the idea that Jehovah's Witnesses uh, tend to (laughs) shy away from most, almost all celebrations that the common public participates in. And some of the reasoning for birthdays is very similar to Halloween or Christmas or the other holidays. But I just thought I would share a couple of points um, from an article that they wrote about this um, because they kind (laughs) of get caught in the trap here a little bit, which they don't recognize. But it's interesting to see them try to weasel themselves out of it. So on this Watchtower, 1992, September 1st, pages 30 through 31, questions from readers asked the question, do Jehovah's Witnesses avoid celebrating birthdays because their practice has some religious meaning in ancient times? Here's what they say. Celebrating birthdays is rooted in superstition and false religion, but that is not the sole or prime reason why Jehovah's Witnesses avoid the practice. Some customs that were once religious in nature no longer are in many places. For example, the wedding ring once had religious significance, but in most places today it no longer does. Hence, many true Christians accept the local custom of wearing a wedding ring to give evidence that a person is married. In such matters, what generally is influential is whether practice is now linked to false religion. Okay, so here, of course, they're digging themselves into a hole right? Because um, they're going to say that uh, out of one side of their mouth that, uh, well, if something had pagan roots and it doesn't today, it's okay, like the wedding ring. Um, (laughs) So they're undermining their own arguments. And it kind of goes back again, if you listen to the Halloween episode where I said that everything is based or rooted in paganism, of course, if if you're a married person and you were trying to avoid anything rooted in paganism, you wouldn't wear a wedding ring. And you could add on to that all of the wedding cust- <laughs> you know, customs, the, the white dress and so on and so forth. Some of the things they do avoid within weddings, they don't throw rice, some of that stuff. But for the most part, they'll just kind of pick and choose which <laughs> customs are uh, considered currently pagan and which aren't. Okay, so here's how they weasel, try to weasel themselves out of this. They continue on. There is no denying, though, that numerous reference works reveal the superstitious and religious antecedents of celebrating birthdays. The Encyclopedia Americana, 1991 edition notes, The ancient world of Egypt, Greece, Rome, and Persia celebrated the birthdays of gods, kings, and nobles. It says that the Romans observed the birth of Artemis and the day of Apollo. In contrast, although the ancient Israelis kept records of the ages of their male citizens, there is no evidence that they had any festivities on the anniversary of the birthday. So they just said that the ancient, you know, the ancient roots don't matter if they're, they're not taken into account in modern times. And then they flip it and say, you know, actually, the ancient roots do still matter. (laughs) So which is it? I mean, how many people are actually celebrating a birthday these days for the same 
reasons as the ancient Romans, the Greeks, so on and so forth. And I think you would find an extremely small minority of people that would um, consider a birthday a uh, the birth of Artemis or the, the day of Apollo. So I'm sure there's some out there, but you know, for the most part, I don't think that's the common idea within culture. So they undermine, you know, the argument they just made. And they go on here in the article to talk about uh, the superstition around it, about having a good spirit protecting you on that day, so on and so forth. I'm not going to go into all that because it kind of all just comes back to those arguments that nobody actually um, thinks that celebrating a birthday. Um, so I'm going to scroll down here a little bit in the article because this is kind of the point they're going to pin their hat on here. And that is that the Bible mentions two birthdays. And one is in uh, relation to Pharaoh. And so it says... <laughs> that in both cases neither person was a true worshiper of god so pharaoh obviously they you know believed did not worship god and it says that um what ended up happening it says uh some of those pagans may have been happy over the feast yet the birthday was linked to the beheading of the chief of pharaoh's bakers so in this case with pharaoh uh according to the you know the bible account uh, he beheaded somebody <laughs> at his birthday, you know, because, uh, n you know, nothing spells a good time, like making some heads roll, I guess. Uh, and that's, that's one of the accounts. The other one, uh, says, and I'll just read right, right. What it says here, uh, a similar unfavorable light is shed on the birthday celebration described in the scriptures that of Herod Antipas, son of Herod the great, this birthday celebration is hardly presented in the Bible as just innocent festivity. Rather, it occasioned the beheading of John the baptizer. Then, quoting from Matthew 14, 6-13, his disciples came up and removed the corpse and buried him and came and reported to Jesus, who withdrew from there into a lonely place for isolation. Do you imagine that those disciples or Jesus felt drawn to the practice of birthday celebrations? So, the whole idea is, okay, okay there's two... Um, birthdays in the Bible and both of them have somebody getting beheaded. <laughs> so um, there's a, you know, today somebody could be beheaded at my birthday. I'm going to, I'm going to do something for my birthday and I'm hoping, I'm just hoping that right after I blow out my candles, that there will be a guillotine present um, just so I can make the celebration complete. But, I mean, come on. This is really ridiculous reasoning. How many people these days <laughs> get beheaded at a birthday celebration? Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> who asks for somebody's head on a platter? Nah, it's, it, it, again, it's like the pagan roots argument. It just doesn't apply anymore. But they're just going to keep pushing it. They don't want witnesses. This is the real, the real situation here they don't want witnesses to focus too much on themselves. So they really push the idea that if you celebrate your birthday, it's selfish because you're having a day for yourself and you should only praise God. You shouldn't be praised. You should have people give you attention. All attention should go to God. That's another argument they make. And that's really what they, they don't want you to think about yourself or what you actually want 
or to wish for something for yourself. No, that's all too selfish. It's, you know, and when I say God, what I'm really saying is the organization. We want you to focus on us, what you can give to us, and think about that. Um, so that's the real, what's really happening under the hood. Of course, they would never put it that way, but that's just <laughs> the honest truth of the situation. So that's why uh, Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate birthdays. Now, the interesting thing is, is that you can celebrate a wedding anniversary. Um, so you tell me why you can celebrate a wedding anniversary for two people on a yearly basis, have a date and you can give gifts to each other and you can have a fucking cake and you can do, you know, you can make a special day, special dinner. You can invite other people. You can have a fucking party. You can whoop it up on a wedding anniversary, uh, a birthday. You know, when you're a kid in school, you go stand out in the hallway when there's a birthday. And then, you know, you watch all the kids come out of the classroom afterwards or you go back in there and they have cupcake frosting all over their face and you're just, <laughs> you're just an outcast. Now, I had some interesting, I did, I will, I'm going to make a confession here. So apologies to any um, true blue Jehovah's Witness believers is that I, a couple of times, and it just goes to speak to the goodness of people really. Um, I had a teacher once who took the, you know, the, 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 anything that had to do with the birthday off like the cupcake. I know you can't do that in the era of COVID, but that's what she did at the time <laughs> and made it just a plain cupcake. And she saved it for me. She set it aside. And after class, she, she just asked me to stay back for a second and kind of like, just so I wouldn't be doing it in front of anybody or, or it, I wouldn't be worried about what, what people were thinking because this goes to your head as a witness child. And she just said, I want it. I want you to have this cupcake. It's not, you don't have to eat it because of a birthday. You can just enjoy a cupcake. So looking back on that, it was actually a really sweet gesture and I ate it. <laughs> and that's the confession. Of course, you know, I was a chubby little kid. I was not going to turn down a cupcake. And I also had a classmate who actually had his... I think his mom made the cupcakes and he knew I didn't celebrate birthdays. And so he requested that his mother make a cupcake that was kind of just like a plain cupcake that didn't look birthday-ish and kind of set aside and the same thing. You know, he, he just gave it to me later in the day and said it wasn't for the birthday, but just because they wanted me to have a cupcake. So, you know, and again, just kind of a nice little gesture. And again, I ate that. I probably like... uh hit under the slide in the, the schoolyard and chowed down on that cupcake. So that's just a brief episode I wanted to do about Jehovah's Witnesses and birthdays. I know I didn't really prepare for this because it is my birthday. I don't waste too much time on it. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Armageddonpodcast at gmail.com. You want to reach out to me or on Instagram. Follow us if you'd like. Uh, rate us on the uh, podcast app of your choice. Um, I'm sorry, Instagram is at Armageddon Podcast. And I have another episode out soon. I'm hoping to um, s- start reviewing kind of the history of the Jehovah's Witnesses, especially uh, the first three presidents of the organization. So I'm whittling the way on the research for that and should be churning something out soon. <laughs>